We acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast is recorded. We pay our respect to their leaders, past, present and emerging. Welcome to Leadership of Fools. I'm your host today, Rick Brown, and joining me is Kate Tenby. Now, Kate Tenby works across impact investing, primarily with a group of investors based in London. Sounds like you're used to working remotely, which is a handy skill to have in this day and age, Kate Tenby. Oh, hi, Rick. Great to see you via Zoom. Another yes. Zoom. <laughs> how we see, it's how we see most our people these days, little squares on screens. It's uh, dis- disconcerting and yet strangely reassuring. Absolutely. Yeah, you look good on screen. <laughs> it's how I've always uh, hoped to be showcased. <laughs> just appearing on people's computers. If I could just make that my life, uh, which it almost is now, uh, I couldn't <laughs> complain too much. Uh, and how is it all treating you, 2020? Well, 2020, I uh, just saw a comical strip come my way that said, actually, you shouldn't add 2020 to your age because you really didn't experience it. Um, (laughs) But in fact, on the flip side of that, I think we are all experiencing new new challenges, um, both personally, uh, with our families, professionally, and across our communities and economies. So I actually think this is a significant year and maybe I'd say I should add two years to your age at least uh, for doing this one year um, yes. so I think uh, like many it, it it has been a fascinating time that's still unfolding and what leadership lessons have you learned from this uh, year we call 2020 that you never stop learning you think um, from a leadership perspective, and I think I would take the leadership lens actually more broadly than just from a work perspective. I think what this is called for is our leadership of ourselves, our leadership of our families, our leadership of our communities and our leadership of work. So never before, I think, have you read uh, so much around resilience Yes. And resilience was something that you read in parenting books and you might have read in you know, development learning leadership books, corporate leadership. Uh, but now it's pervasive around everyone. And I think added to that, you normally when you're reading something, the whole community is not experiencing a similar challenge on a global scale. So both what we had as personal development is right at the forefront, but we're all in trying to deal with it at the same time. And I'm sure we haven't had a human experience like that before. Yes, it's quite unique. And it's almost like all the work that people had started to put into uh, their corporate cultures around resilience and agility, people were definitely focusing on laying those foundations. uh, And then we suddenly got a good test of how those foundations were being being applied. Uh, Everyone's like, "How, how did we go? in applying resilience into our culture. Let's see. (laughs) Absolutely. And at the same time, Rick, um, then we were asked to retool as well. So we're not only doing it in an environment where we were hoping the foundations of culture were there and we can see at different levels, actually it wasn't. But I'm sure there's some good stories that it was. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then we're asked to communicate by not seeing anyone. And so we were then taken away from the familiarity that we thought served us well. Uh, so, but with that, 
becomes some positives and negatives as well. So it's this moving feast uh, that I think is really uh, interesting for leaders to get their mind around Mm -hmm. uh, and also help people navigate. Uh, But out of that can come some great innovation. Um, The spirit that we are flexible, uh, and I think there are some, you know, silver linings here, and I know we've talked about that, uh, but it's at tremendous cost too. So, you know, there really is a balance here um, when we look forward. Yeah, I do like to think of uh, 2020 as, as being a moving feast. I think that's a nice image. It's uh, like a huge buffet where uh, there's a lot of stuff on the table. Uh, a lot of it's like nuggets of knowledge and, and, and learning outcomes and some of it's poison. So you've got to be careful what you eat. Uh, but I do like to think of it as a huge banquet there for the taking. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I, I, it may flow through into 2021. And I think that the challenge is how do you come at it for yourself and I think you know particularly being based in Melbourne uh, we've also had a second go at it so you did lockdown one and you know whether the novelty was you know mm-hmm. zoom drinks or you know community uh, cook-offs or sourdough or yeah. no exercise or a lot of exercise well then you got a chance to reflect and actually fail again or achieve again into lockdown too. And I think that is really interesting because often these intense situations, you don't get to revisit them. Now, I'm not saying that's a positive, but I mean, I know myself, we're doing some different things. I'm personally doing different things in lockdown two that I was lockdown one. Mm -hmm. uh, Because I think as you go through in this metaphor of life, it keeps on happening to you, but you have to work out what you can create and where you sit within it. Yeah, we're going to end up like the uh, the smug people uh, who like who are lockdown hardened, and when other people are forced into lockdown, we're going to be like, you don't even know. Uh, which I like. Uh, I like a bit of smugness. It suits Melbourne to have a smug air about um, what we're capable of. Uh, and so, when we're on the other side, we can really embrace that smugness. Yeah. Uh, and. Well- and you talk about the community spirit of um, adversity and what he's created in one is spungness, but also there is this core of resilience that comes to us. Now, we can have the political division mm-hmm. and the commentary, but really if you come back to yourself and, and, and your organisations, how are you going to be better placed on the other side of that? And you're absolutely right. That can be, you know, that can skyrocket you and, and leapfrog you into areas that you actually as an organisation and as a set yourself, you wouldn't have got to. Uh, so it's not just putting the rose-coloured glasses on, but it's saying, okay, we, we need to use these opportunities as learning opportunities um, as, as we go through it. Now, you sort of um, hinted a little bit at, about the uh, things you've been doing to, uh, to uh, help take the edge off the lockdown in lockdown one and lockdown two. So yep. what, what are those things? Uh, just illuminate a little bit more. Yep. What has been helping keep you sane? Um, and was it different during lockdown one to lockdown two? Sounds like it might've been. Yeah. Um, so I think on a couple of levels, uh, personally, well, lockdown one was all about, well, I'm just going to get outside and I'm quite fit and active person. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to do any of this online gym stuff. Oh, I'm not sitting in front of a screen. You've got to be joking. It'll all come back to normal. We'll just do this like it's a bit of a summer holiday. Mm-hmm. Well, that sort of works out okay, but that's actually, if that's not how your body by doing resistance training or over time, you see that that shift in your core um, strength is actually not that good for you. And actually tomorrow was never going to come. The gym was never going to open. 
some of these things that so I think in lockdown one I was very much waiting for tomorrow mm -hmm. and putting things on hold so I think my approach to lockdown two was this is the new normal while we want it to open up but much more accepting if this is the new normal really change what you're doing so I think that is interesting um, from a perspective of work um, interestingly you pointed out I work remotely anyway uh, I've actually worked flexibly also for many years and working at home so I felt like the whole world has come to me um, <laughs> and it's sort of interesting to have people reflecting and saying well, how do you feel, you know, working at home and being remote? And, well, mm. I've felt like that for a long time. But you know what? It's actually better because you all now can feel what I felt. And I think that's a really good reminder through all of this. And I think the sort of the third point is the empathy. Is really, do you know what anyone else's experience until you're in their shoes? And to, get, again, take that time, particularly from a leadership perspective, to think about that person who's living by themselves. So, yes, I've worked at home, and, but I don't live by myself in lockdown. So take that moment to think a bit more deeply rather than thinking, oh, well, that's what they're doing. What is the second phase and third phase for that person on a level they're experiencing and how can you help them as a leader? Um, because it was sort of joyous having everyone to come remote um, and all these great things. And I'm thinking, oh, you're all in my backyard now. Uh, but the telling is what do you do with that insight and that empathy? Absolutely. So you were on Zoom before it was cool. That's what I'm hearing. I, you're a Zoom I, hipster. <laughs> I am an old-fashioned Zoom person. <laughs> but the, the thing that gets me is some people still don't like to put that camera on. Yeah, right. They, uh, so it still takes a while. It still takes a while. Uh, a lot of people's sound, um, sound quality has improved since Zoom first started, I've noticed. Uh, people have yep. invested in um, better microphones and, and, and all around have figured out their lighting to some extent. You know, there's yep. Zoom, it, the basic level of Zoom has definitely raised since it first started. Yep. Yeah, um, I, I don't have the uh, professional backlight yet, Rick, but, you know, over time I might. <laughs> baby steps, baby yeah. steps. Uh, beautiful. Kate, it's been a pleasure catching up with you. Uh, hopefully your time in lockdown makes you not just smug but also wise and, um, and resilient and even fitter than you were before somehow through the power of online exercise and resistance <laughs> training. <laughs> uh, Thanks, it's, been a, it's been a real treat seeing your face and hearing your voice uh, and we'll hopefully catch up again soon. See you soon and look forward to it. Bye. Thepeoplespot.com is the place to visit when you need to make the people part of your role easier, more genuine and more suited to you. Thepeoplespot.com is the new home of people content from Colin Beatty and the team at Leadership of Fools. Thepeoplespot.com.